guys. Welcome back to Becoming Better Podcast. This is your host, Hope Moquin. And as always, you already know, I'm so thankful that you chose to tune in today, wherever you're tuning in from. This week is more of a devotional and just a time of encouragement to talk about the importance of prayer and how to pray. And if you follow me, you already know I talk about this prayer book literally all the time. I've talked about it for years. It's called Prayers That Avail Much by Jermaine Copeland. All throughout the book, there are 59 different topics of prayers that you can go through and pray. And the whole purpose of this book is that every single prayer under one of those topics, she did this amazing thing where she wrote out these prayers, but what she did was that she used scripture from the word of God to create these prayers. So for all of these different topics, when you go to pray them, what you're doing is you're actually praying the word of God. And whenever you're praying that, whenever you're speaking that out loud, that is what you're hearing. And so if you do it enough times, that's going to be what you believe. And that's going to be something that you start to remember and something that you begin to hide in your heart. And therefore, that scripture that says, God, I hide your word in my heart so that I don't sin against you. That's where this comes into place because you are constantly praying the word of God, the living, breathing word of God. So many people, I'm not saying all, but I know a lot of people, including myself, I've done this in seasons that I I for real have tried to go about my life without praying. I have tried to do ministry before without praying. I have tried to go into difficult seasons or even good seasons in my life without praying. And when I can really take a step back and look at my life and look at different seasons and circumstances, it is it is such an eye-opener because it is so foolish. It is so ridiculous that believers can really believe that they can go even a day without praying. Because all praying is, is connection with our Father. It's communication with our Father. That is the only way we can talk to God. That is the only way we can connect to God is through prayer and through worship. And so if we are bypassing communication with God and we think that we can just go throughout our day and go throughout our life, and especially if you are in full-time vocational ministry and you're not praying, you do not deserve to be there. (gasps) I said it. You don't. There were seasons in my life I did not deserve to be there because I was trying to do it on my own in my own strength, and I wasn't seeking God. I wasn't communing with God. I wasn't being in that union with God. I was just concerned about myself. The seasons in my life where I was so consecrated and so dedicated and consistent with prayer were the seasons where I saw myself winning the most. And no, that doesn't necessarily mean like, winning physically and winning opportunities or stuff stuff like that, but winning emotionally and internally, I was the most content. I was the most satisfied. I was the most, I don't even know. Prayer changes your life. And so if you don't have a prayer life, you came to the right episode because it's important and it's necessary and it's essential. And you're very foolish if you think that you can bypass this life without prayer. I don't even believe that you have a real relationship with God if you're not praying. I really don't. And maybe maybe that's wrong, but no, it's not wrong. Because all throughout the Bible, it specifically states how Jesus went, Jesus himself went to go pray. So if you don't think you need to pray, you got it all twisted. You really do. Maybe Christianity isn't for you if you're not trying to pray. Because prayer is essential. 
in the Christian walk. Today, I wanted to read maybe one or two or three and just let you have an insight to some of these prayers. And maybe you can save this and go back and you can listen to it and you can begin to pray it over yourself. Maybe you can go and buy the book for yourself. Maybe if you're listening, one of the prayers I'm going to read is exactly what you need today. And you need to take a pause and you need to memorize this thing and start praying it over yourself. And so the first one we're going to do is submitting it all to God. And this is what the prayer says. Father, you are the supreme authority, a God of order. You have instituted other authority structures that will support healthy relationships and maintain harmony. It is my decision to surrender my will to you that I might find protection and dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Father, thank you for pastors and leaders of the church, those who are submitted to you and are the examples to the congregation. I submit to the church elders, giving them due respect and yielding to their counsel. Lord, you know just how rebellious I have been. I ask for your forgiveness for manipulating circumstances and people for trying to manipulate you to get my own way. May your will be done in my life, even as it is in heaven. Father, when I feel that my life is spiraling out of control, I bind my mind to the mind of Christ and my emotions to the control of the Holy Spirit. I loose my mind from obsessive thought patterns that try to confuse me. Obedience is far better than sacrifice. Father, you are much more interested in my listening to you than in my offerings of material things to you. Rebellion is as bad as the sin of witchcraft. The stubbornness is as bad as worshiping idols. Father, forgive me for practicing witchcraft and worshiping idols. Father, you deserve honesty from the heart. Yes, utter sincerity and truthfulness. Oh, give me the wisdom. Sprinkle me with the cleansing blood and I shall be clean again. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. You have rescued me from the dominion of darkness and brought me into the kingdom of the son you love and whom I have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Lord, I want to follow you. I am putting aside my own desires and conveniences. I yield my desires that are not in your plan for me. Even in the midst of my fear, I surrender and trust my future to you. I choose to take up my cross and to follow you. Cleave steadfastly to you, conforming wholly to your example in living, and if need be, in dying also. I desire to lose my lower life on your account, that I might find it in the higher life. Father, you gave Jesus to be my example. He has returned to you, Father. He has sent the Holy Spirit to be the helper and the guide, to be my helper and my guide. In this world, there are temptations, trials, and tribulations. But you, Jesus, has overcome the world, and I am of good cheer. Jesus is my Lord, and I choose to become his servant. He calls me his friend. Lord, help me to walk through the process of surrendering my all to you. I exchange rebellion and stubbornness for a willing and obedient heart. When I refuse to listen, anoint my ears to hear. When I am blinded by my own desires, open my eyes to see. I belong to Jesus Christ, the anointed one, who breaks down and destroys every yoke of bondage. In his name and in obedience to your will, Father, I submit to the control and the direction of the Holy Spirit, whom you have sent to live in me. I am your child. All to you I surrender. I am an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. In Jesus' name I pray. 
Amen. And then it has scripture references. And so that was 1 Corinthians, 1 Timothy, Psalm, 1 Peter, Matthew, James, 1 Samuel, Psalms, Colossians, Matthew, John, and Revelation. All of those things were in that prayer. You cannot pray prayers like that and not begin to see your heart change. You cannot pray the word of God over your life and not see a change in your life, whether it be a change in your attitude, a change in your heart posture, a change in your situation. Sometimes we pray so hard for our situation to change, but God is just trying to get our heart to change. He's trying to get our heart back into alignment with his word, back into alignment with his heart. So often, if you are praying for a circumstance to change, if you are praying for a situation to change and it's not changing, maybe, just maybe, God is trying to get a hold of your heart. He's trying to get a hold of your attitude and he's trying to get that back into alignment with the word of God. Maybe your situation isn't changing because he wants you to change. He wants your perspective to change. So you ultimately, you can see what he's trying to teach you through that situation that isn't changing in the moment. Prayer is essential. It aligns your values back. It aligns your thoughts in order. It aligns your heart in order. And it gives you a remembrance of how good and how mighty and how gracious and how powerful our God is. And it opens our eyes to the authority that we have in Jesus, that we get to pray these prayers, that we get to connect with our heavenly father, that we get to go to Jesus and present our request to him, that we get to connect with him, that that our heart is, is able to be intertwined with his, the God of the universe, the God that put breath in your lungs. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. This next one is titled Overcoming a Sense of Hopelessness. I don't know about you, but I have had plenty of hopeless moments in my life, and I wish that I had this prayer in those moments. And so this one says, Father, as your child, I boldly come before your throne of grace that I may receive mercy and find grace to help in this time of need. Father, I know that your ears are open to my prayers. I ask that you listen to my prayer, O God, and hide not yourself from my supplication. I ask that you attend to me and answer me, for I am restless and distraught in my complaint. Fear and trembling have come upon me. Horror and fright have overwhelmed me. Oh, that I had wings like a dove. I would fly away and be at rest. Yes, I would wander far away. I would lodge in the wilderness. I would hasten to escape to find a shelter from the stormy and wind and the tempest. I am calling upon you, my God, to rescue me. You redeem my life in peace from the battle of hopelessness that is against me. I cast my burden on you, Lord, and you sustain me. You will never allow the righteous to be moved, to made up, to slip, to fall, or to fail. Hopelessness lies in wait for me to swallow up or trample me all day long. Whenever I am afraid, I will have confidence in and put my trust and reliance in you. By your help, God. I will praise your word. On you I lean, rely, and confidently put my trust. I will not fear. You know every sleepless night. Each tear and heartache is answered with your promise. I am thanking you with all of my heart. You pulled me from the brink of death, my feet from the cliff edge of doom. Now I stroll that leisure with you in the sunlit fields of life. What would have become of me, Lord, had I not believed that I would see your goodness in the land of the living? 
I wait and hope for you and expect you. I am brave and of good courage, and I let my heart be stout and enduring. Yes, I wait for and hope for and expect you. Father, I give you all of my worries and cares, for you are always thinking about me and watching everything that concerns me. I am well balanced and careful, vigilant, watching out for the attacks from Satan, my great enemy. But by your grace, I am standing firm, trusting you, and I remember that the other Christians all around the world are going through these sufferings too. You, God, are full of kindness through Christ and will give me your eternal glory. In the name of Jesus, I am an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. Amen. You cannot pray and not watch your life be changed. Okay, this is the last one for this morning, but this one is called committing to a life of purity. When I was single, and even now that I'm married, this is a prayer that I pray so frequently because it is so beautiful and it just helps your heart stay in the right position and stay in the right posture. Father, I come before your throne of grace in the name of Jesus. At one time, I walked habitually following the course of fashion of this world under the sway of the tendency of this present age. I lived and conducted myself in the passions of my flesh, obeying the impulses of my flesh and the thoughts of my mind. But God, you are so rich in your mercy. Even when I was dead by my own shortcomings and trespasses, you made me alive together in union with Christ. And it was by your grace, your favor and mercy that I did not deserve, that I am saved, delivered from judgment and made a partaker of Christ's salvation. You raised me up together with him and made us sit down together, giving me joint seating with him in the heavenly sphere in Christ Jesus. Since I am in Christ, I'm a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. In accordance with your word, I rid myself of all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. Like a newborn baby, I crave pure spiritual milk to that it is by I may grow up in my salvation. Now that I have tasted you, Lord, are good. Father, forgive me for the years of watching, reading, and listening to vile things. I submit my life to Jesus, who loves me and gave himself up for me, so that he might sanctify me, having cleansed me by the washing of water with the word, that he might present me to himself in glorious splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such things, that I might be holy and faultless. Thank you for the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to you, which cleanses my conscience from acts that lead to death, so that I may serve you, the living God. Thank you for the Holy Spirit who indwells me. He is holy. I ask for and receive an impartation of the wisdom that comes from heaven. It is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. May my words issue from a pure heart, and may they be pleasing to you. Lord, your Holy Spirit is my counselor. Change my impure language and give to me a clear and pure speech from my lips, that I may call upon your name to serve you. I am transformed by the renewal of my mind, and I bring my thoughts into obedience to your word. I fix my thoughts on what is true and good and right. I determine to think about things that are pure and lovely and dwell on the fine, good things in others. I think about all I can praise you for, and I am glad. 
I keep and guard my heart with all vigilance and above all that I guard for out of it flows the springs of life. What quality of love you have given me that I should be named and called accounted child of God. I am now your child. It is not yet disclosed what I shall be hereafter, but I know that when Jesus comes, I shall resemble and be like him for I shall see him just as he really is. I have this hope on him and I cleanse myself just as he is pure through the power of the Holy spirit given to me. I am an overcomer by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony in Jesus name. Amen. Prayer matters. Prayer changes things. Prayer changes you. If you're not praying, if you don't have a prayer life, oh, I hope this encourages you to get one. There's so many resources out there. Prayer doesn't have to be this scary thing. And honestly, just to start, literally just start and say, hi, God. Good morning. Be with me today. Help me to see you. Help me to serve you. Help me to love you, God, today. Amen. Just start by talking to him. He is your friend. Yes, he's God. Yes, he's Lord. Yes, he's Savior. But he's also friend. And how do you talk to friends? How do you maintain relationship with friends? You just talk to them and you maintain conversation and you're consistent with it. But for those of you who are listening and you want a resource to learn how to start praying these scriptural prayers, like I said, this book specifically is called Prayers That Avail Much. This is the volume three book and it's by Jermaine Copeland. I'm pretty sure there's only three volumes. I could be wrong, but I got it off of Amazon a long time ago. And so I don't know where you find yourself in this life. I don't know if you're on a really good season. I don't know if you're in a really bad season. I don't know if it's confusing. I don't know if it's victorious. I don't know. But whether you're on the mountain or you're in the valley, you should pray just as much. You should thank God just as much. You should seek God just as much. You pray in the valley and you pray on the mountain. God doesn't want to just do miracles in your life. God doesn't want to just use you, but God wants to talk to you. He wants you to know him. He wants to show you more of himself. And he can't do that unless if you get yourself in a position where you're able to hear him, where you're able to have that relationship, to know what he sounds like, to know when he's speaking to you. And all of that starts with prayer. Prayer might not change your situation, but prayer will shift your heart to see what God is trying to teach you in situations. And at the end of it, I think that's really what it is to know the heart of God that when you can't even, when you can't see the hand of God, you trust the heart of God so much to know that he's always going to come through in one way or not in one way or the other. God is for you. He has a plan for you. He loves you and he just wants to know you. And so I hope that this episode encourages you to take prayer a little bit more seriously, to be consistent with it, to make it a pillar of your life, to pray, to center your life on prayer, to focus your life on God and to center everything around it and watch how things change. As always, if you have any questions or you want to chat about anything, don't hesitate to send me over an email to podcast at hopemoquin.com and I would love to chat. And if you're listening this week, go ahead and share on one of your social platforms. I love to see who's watching and who's listening. But until then, I will see you back here next week with a brand new episode and I hope that you have the best week ever. All right, bye. Bye.